Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Rank Masters. My name is Trace, and I'm here with... Not Trace. I'm not Trace. Not I'm Trace. Trace. Not Trace. That's Maybe. It's like Dark Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, an even cooler Brandon. <laughs> oh, I was... Okay, I was talking about the political Dark Brandon. Whatever. What? Um, the, dark, the political Dark Brandon? What the fuck does that mean? Are you ta- like you know how there's there was let's go Brandon and then there's Dark Biden so it's like Dark Brian Dark Brandon. No, I have no, I've, I've never even heard of the Dark Biden one. What, honestly, whatever. I don't um, hang so, out with conservatives, uh, and I don't have Twitter that's, anymore. Trace. It's not even a conservative meme. Okay, it's just completely. It's like a complete like subversion of conservative memes. Oh, it's, okay. Whatever. My Again, name is I'm Trace. Not that's that's not Trace. Um. <laughs> and we are rank masters we are the critics of internet lists welcome yeah, we to another are. episode we've been doing this for almost a year now we have holy shit time has fly flied flown was, time I, has flying time, time has flying yeah i was looking at our our history and like when was the fucking you mean our history feminism feminism let's go baby mm. uh but yeah l- literally january 5th was when i first started like working on assets for this and our first episode dropped on january 25th and i'm like hell yeah that rules we like well you specifically had such a quick turnaround i just told you I... like i i text you one day and i was like i have an idea for a podcast and you're like i like it and then you started working on assets like the <laughs> same day well, we, we talked about setting up this podcast in the past i still remember the time you first proposed this because we were in you were visiting me in my apartment in the summer before we started this because uh, mm-hmm. we, we were in a pool, and I remember the pool We were was in a open, pool. And yep. you know, I, so I had this really fun podcast idea. I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds fun. And then we never followed up until, like, January that, uh, the well, following year. Because I, I didn't have the actual idea yet. I was uh-huh. just like, I would like to do a podcast with you, and I'd like it to be, like, where we talked about stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talked about, like, our favorite podcast and what it could look like. And I didn't have the idea until it came to me in, like, a delusion. Like, it was a <laughs> premonition from God. Yeah. It was like, what if you talked about rank lists on the internet? And I was like... <laughs> Wait a minute. That could be fun. Yeah. Um, maybe I, I should have had this conversation in January when it would have actually been our one-year anniversary. But Yeah, oh that well. would have been fun. Uh, but yeah, I, right now, I, I definitely am proud of myself for how quick I had that turnaround. Uh, in large part, just because I have executive hyperfunction. I have a problem where, like, if I have an idea, I have, I suddenly have the energy to work on it. And that I burn myself out really quickly. Like the Mario Wonder series I've been doing right now, I'm burning out on that yeah. quick. Because I, I, the moment I got that, I'm like, let's do it! And then I'm like, I'm tired. I want to play this on my own. <laughs> yeah. No, I have the complete opposite problem. I want to do so many things, and my body's just like, mm, you won't, though. That's fair. I mean... You're just not going to do it. I think that's very common. I think especially within our community mental of, illness uh, of adhd yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh but like genuinely i feel like executive uh exec executive executive dude uh, <laughs> off the rails already baby let's go uh yeah i feel like di- uh executive dysfunction is is very common and i'm kind of i'm partially glad i'm on the other end of that because i like doing things uh but i'm also burn out really quickly like the meme mm. i made literally yesterday while i was on the toilet during my break at work i had a 15 minute break <laughs> and i saw a joke and i'm like yeah, i can make this meme it's great you, i won't that tell was a you good turnaround yeah Those you have to be in the, never know 
you'll have to be in the exclusive group chat to know what that meme was. I'm sorry. And we're not inviting anyone who listens to this. If you're no, not already you're, there, fuck you. <laughs> if you're not already in the group chat, I'm sorry. There, I know there's at least two of you who listen that are oh, in the group chat. Oh, significantly more. Significantly I, more. I, I I know you get DMs from people who like know you and talk about the this podcast. I also get DMs from, I think, different people. Uh, like, but they're also in the group chat? But they're also in the gr- group chat. Like, literally just the other day, I got uh, a message from someone who I thought would have zero interest in our podcast. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to message you their name because I don't want to say it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was very surprised that they reached out and specifically said, yeah, I really enjoy this podcast. Like, I think you and Trace are hilarious. Oh. And I'm like, I never knew that this person would have any interest in this. Uh, Honestly, you know what? Yeah. I, you know, I... If he's listening, I, I love you. Thank yeah. you for listening. I, I really want to see you again sometime soon. But I know no, I, I, I that makes me happy because he recently just visited the city that I'm in, uh, and that I visited. He lives in the city that you're in only half the time. <laughs> only half the time, but like he visited is a strong word. He lives yeah. there half the time. Yeah, he he hit me up and I saw him in one of the the local group chats. And I'm like, I always forget that you're in this one and not the the and also the other one. I'm like, there's very few that's, people that that's true about. So I'm, I'm it's nice. It's nice. It's nice. Fun Anywho. fact. That's who took my virginity. <laughs> okay, that's wild. That's really yeah. cool. Shout out, love you. Honestly, still good friends to this day. I love them so much. Well, now they now they know who we're talking about. So we. I mean, it, I'm sure they would. We, we don't have to say names. I know. We don't have to say names, especially since I got a little very personal there. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still not the only reason. Say the name. I, yeah, d- but I'm just saying. Up until this point, it was a little unclear who we were talking about. Now that person specifically knows we were talking about you. Yeah. Love anyway, them. hi. <laughs> hi. Welcome to this podcast. Um, so, what constitutes a year, Seth? What constitutes a year? Yeah. What what makes a year? Why do we have a year as long as it is? Uh, it, well, it's supposed to be one full uh, revolution around the sun. Uh, however, right. it's it, time is weird, and there are leap leap days, leap years, leap seconds. It's because leap technically seconds? a rotation is... trace leap fucking seconds. That blew my mind when I found out that we have a fucking leap seconds because that means there's one minute throughout. I think every ten years that is sixty one seconds long. And that broke me. I just wanted to know what a year means. <laughs> Whatever. We're talking about planets today. Planets. <laughs> Hello. Oh, yeah. Speaking of someone else who I think listens to this podcast. We have another. The planet. Another, the planet. Shout out to Earth. Specific. No, shout out Venus. <laughs> shout number out one Venus. fan. Oh, my God. <laughs> the whole entire planet of Venus. <laughs> no. Wait. Literally, what? how did planets make you go, oh, this is another person who listens? Uh, we have a mutual friend who's obsessed with space. Oh yeah, it took a minute. It took a minute. Uh, also, someone who lives with the person we were just talking about. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> like whatever. We're talking about space. <laughs> I've actually been meaning to talk to them because I have been on a space kick recently. Space like, is great. Space is I, cool. I don't know what it was about this week, but all of a sudden I just started watching like a billion videos on <laughs> astronomy. Is the scientific one? Yeah, astrology is the bullshit one. That's the one is the fun talk, that, one. That's the fun one that we talk about when you're trying to date someone who lives in California or Seattle. <laughs> Does Seattle care about astrology? Seattle cares about so much. Like oh. honestly, I the most people that I know who do like tarot readings and stuff are from Seattle. So like that, that scans. That's fair. 
but also I like I like I like both astrology is very fun I don't necessarily put too much weight into it but like I think it's fun and I like to learn about it astronomy the same I also don't put too much weight into it like planets right (laughs) like those exist imagine putting weight into things I would never right like you're gonna tell me that there's things that are larger than the planet earth Uh uh-huh right impossible like i'll i'll believe it when i can touch it so (laughs) today we are going to be a day where i'm gonna bring it back to you sorry Sorry, today we're we are going to the mit technology review (gasps) yo shout outs college i didn't go to to mit i would have liked to that would be funny to talk about the best places to find extraterrestrial life in our (laughs) solar system ranked why did they rank this? Hello? Why was this a ranked list? This could so, just be, here's all the planets that might potentially have life. No, they ranked it. That's funny They ranked it. That's really I, funny. Thank you, MIT. Speci- no, specifically, Neil Patel. Thank you for ranking these Shout so it can be on this Neil. podcast. With no I. Uh, Neil has yeah. no I. It's just N-E-E-L. That's cool. That's a cool name, Neil. Patel. Keep it. Um... But shout out them for writing this list in 2021. I wanted to find one that was as close as possible as this date because we're always finding shit. Uh-huh. Don't spoil yourself. Jesus I'm not, Christ. I'm not spoiling myself. I'm looking up <laughs> Neil Patel's name. Uh, his description is, I'm the space reporter for MIT. That's oh, shit. F- and that's, I also write that's the dope. airlock newsletter. That's so cool. Holy that's shit. Dope. Neil's awesome. I love Neil now. I haven't read any of the article, but I'm, I, I'm that... That made me happy. Anyway, Mil- don't be a what is it a milk duck? What are they called? Uh, like milkshake duck. Yeah, yeah, milkshake duck. Please don't be a milkshake duck, Neil. Like, don't don't let me look up your Twitter and find out you're like transphobic or something. Like that would be devastating uh, for me at this moment. It's not what I really need at this time. Oh uh, no, thank N- you. Neil does have a beard, and as we all know, people with facial hair are transphobic. <laughs> <laughs> as we Both all know. <laughs> No, I'm kidding, so, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I but my, my I sought out. I was like, I am going to find something about exoplanets. Yes, because that's what I've been mostly focused on. Is I've been loving learning about different exoplanets that we found. Hell yeah! And um, the James Webb Webb Space Telescope is j- just about or did earlier this year start examining like a list of like 20 exoplanets mm-hmm. so that like, we've slowly gotten more and more information on different exoplanets and i'm just I, it's just something that i've been super fascinated with all right yeah. so that's what i sat out first was like tell me the best exoplanets but then i found this list by mr patel shout out <laughs> shout out and this mr patel that was like here are the best places to find aliens in our solar system and i was like all right you know I love some alien shit too, so <laughs> let's combine these and we have the ten most likely places to find alien life in our solar system. So these are things that are relatively close to us. So Trace, if yes. number one isn't Earth, I'm gonna shit. That's not what an alien is. It could be. There could no. be an alien who's landed here and has been hiding here the whole time. Maybe we were the aliens all along. Yeah, who do you think built the pyramids? Humans. We were the aliens. We could, we were actually the descendants, not of uh, any species here on Earth, but of some weird space fungus. Jesus was a mushroom. All right, coming Jesus in at number 10. Jesus was a mushroom, 10, let's go! Coming in at number 10, we have Triton. 
it means you've lived a life of sin. Hi, okay, Triton. Uh, Neptune, right? Yeah. yeah, so Triton is the largest moon of Neptune and one of the most exotic worlds in the solar system. Okay. It's one of only five moons in the solar system known to be geologically active, as evidenced by its active geysers that spew sublimated nitrogen gas. Its surface uh, is mostly frozen nitrogen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm glad that you're horny for Triton. But like, <laughs> no, I meant physically. Like that, That's got to be slightly warm. Oh, you're right. It probably is pretty Sub- hot. Sublimated nitrogen gas would probably be warm. Its surface is mostly frozen nitrogen, and its crust is made of water ice, and it has an icy mantle. Yes, this is cold, cold. This is a cold, cold world, so we were wrong. Well, hold on. No, read the next sentence. But in spite of that, it seems to have been... (laughs) It seems to get some heat generated by tidal forces, gravitational friction between Triton and Neptune, that could help warm up the waters and give rise to life through any organics that might exist on the moon. So but actually finding life on Triton seems to be a very distant possibility. Yes. What, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I do think it's interesting how in like science, uh, science writing, you have to specify water ice as opposed to just saying ice like a normal person. Because there like are a other normal forms fucking of ice, person. but <laughs> like, you have to specify water ice. Water I get, ice. You know, I get it. Yeah. Uh, so, also, I love how you're, you, we can always tell if it's a Trace episode because Trace actually reads the article. Well, okay. <laughs> like, I, mean, I, I just skip the article most of the time. Like, if, like last episode, like we we didn't talk at all about what the article said about light bulbs. Uh, so I mean, sometimes we we did a little bit of reading last time. Yeah, but only but, when you asked me to. <laughs> well, right, because I wanted to learn. All right. Yeah, I think it's there fun. has to be some value funny. that. <laughs> There's like going to be some value that comes from this podcast, okay? And it's useful for me because, like, even though I was aware Triton was a moon of Neptune, like, I, w- I didn't know any of the details about it. I just know, oh, it's a, it's one of the moons of Neptune. I recognize yeah. the name, but that's about it. Yeah, so, so, so this, is, this is cool. Yeah, this is something that I found that I thought was very, very cool, and this is something I learned from my videos. And mm-hmm. space people tell me if I'm wrong in the way that I understand this, but when they're talking about tidal forces and what is causing that friction heat mm-hmm. is because when the moon is rotating around Neptune, it's slowly elongating and then coming back again yeah. and again. That's very and similar causing... to how the Earth works. Well, no. The Earth is permanently elongated. It doesn't move back and forth. There are minor fluctuations, but okay. Not uh, as bad. Not, right? as, not as bad as a small the fluctua- moon, yeah. The fluctuations that happen with us are mostly tidal as in our water. Yeah. It's not actually like the crust of our Earth going... I like to think um, it makes that sound like get like the little flippy toy. I like that. Um, but that's what's creating the heat underneath this ice. So you're like, how does something live in an ice planet? And it's because of that, because there's a liquid ocean underneath the ice caps, and it's so cool. Yeah, it's that's like, pretty cool. Like, I doubt there's. I, I've mm, actually, I claim that's probably where octopi are from. From Triton. Yeah, from Triton. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they could build a, a spaceship. Obviously. Well, that's like okay. I think I've said this before, but like octopus are my least favorite animal in existence. Why? I thought they'd be one of your highest. They're pretty cool. No, I don't know what they give me the heebie-jeebies. Well, yeah, they don't look like they're from this Earth. Gee, I well, wonder why. Literally, okay. I like. I have never experienced that feeling where like. Some people are like, you'll see something and every part of your body will just tell you to run. Mm-hmm. I've never experienced, I never experienced that until I went to an aquarium and I saw an octopus. And I was like, 
I need to get out of here. Like, it was just like this weird visceral reaction in me that's like, this is a natural. Like, there's something. Like, I was on that woman on the plane that was like, <laughs> that bitch is not real. <laughs> I, I, I'm getting out of here. Like, I, and okay, and sometimes, like, I'll force myself. Like, I'll be scrolling through TikTok and, like, an octopus video pops up, and I'm like, I'm going to watch this and I'm going to survive. Uh-huh. Like, it's not going to hurt me. And one time nice. I was doing this. And someone had like a pet little octopus, or maybe not a pet, but it was like, it was like a little tiny octopus in an aquarium. That's a pet. If you choose and, to have it in your in your home, that's a pet. Well, I don't. the The reason I said not a pet is like I don't know if it was like in a laboratory setting oh, okay, or in a, I didn't I didn't know exactly what the setting was, but they were trying to train the octopus, and to like figure out how to open lids or something. I don't know. <laughs> and I don't they think stuck their need to be trained for that. I think they just know. I don't, whatever. They stuck their hand in the water mm-hmm. and literally the octopus like grabbed the hand and like jumped to it really quickly. And I wanted to, th- I like threw my phone. <laughs> like it freaked me the fuck out. I was like, it's, no, like I octopi didn't want it to do, touch. They look weird. I get it. I understand. I don't know what it is. Like I'm terrified. Like I, st- I don't know. I'd like, they freak me the fuck out. All right. That's fair. You know, I don't, I don't blame you the, again. Like I said, I mean, so many sea creatures just in general do not feel natural they feel like abominations uh mm. in in like that's what my mother says to me <laughs> i was gonna make a joke but that's better that's better yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like it genuinely it, they do genuinely feel weird and unnatural and i think it's just because we our entire lives are spent above water that we're not used to experiencing life that's like that but like it's common that's what most of life on this planet is weird fucked up ocean shit you know yeah yeah and that's funky to think about that's fun to think about that we still haven't discovered all the species of fish we haven't discovered all the species of a lot of things like that's true yeah mostly bugs mostly but hey bugs. you know bugs are cool too i do sometimes i do <laughs> So, okay, so we've talked about Doctor Who every now and then. This, I'm, I swear this is yeah. going to make sense eventually. Uh, okay. Uh, there was one episode of Doctor Who that kind of like tried to explore the idea of on Earth, there have been species that have evolved to to fight and to flight, you know, to, to escape danger and to to hunt things and to, to fight back with danger. But there's okay. another survival technique that like we really haven't seen the height of evolution on. And that's hiding. And I guess, like, uh, there are chameleons that, like, blend in, but they're not exactly the height of hiding. But the question is, would we ever know if there was a species that, like, all their evolution was specced into hiding traits? Hiding. Yeah. Hmm. Would we ever know? Would we as humans be able to find them? And I don't I feel like know. eventually. Because, like... Because to me, I'm sitting here thinking, I was like, that seems wrong. Because, like, a lot of animals throughout Earth have evolved ways to hide better. Yes, but uh, there's, there's, would you, and like, what would you say is, like, the fastest animal? Like, the, 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 the best at fleeing? I don't know, cheetah? That seems like an easy answer. I was going to say uh, the antelope, because uh, they, they run for longer and they can escape the cheetah. But yeah, I Okay, that's, that's fine. kind of along that like, line. Like, I don't know. 
yeah, like there's many animals that have evolved ways to be like fast. Mm-hmm. Yes. But there have been also but then there's been many animals that have evolved ways to fight and yeah. hunt. Yeah. Yes. But there also so many animals have evolved to not be seen. Like yes. literally the tiger stripes exist so it's not seen. Yeah. There are bugs that look like leaves to not be seen. Yes, that's literally, correct. The cuttlefish can change the way its body is textured and is colored and to octopi- not be seen. And some octopi can blend in too. They have camouflage capabilities. But these yes. are all animals that we've discovered. Yes. Are there any that we will never be able to discover because they've Pro- spent so much into hiding? Possibly. I mean, we could possibly be true that I, there's I something that we'll never see. There could theoretically they, be something in this room right now that we, I don't think that so. I would not. I mean, there's tons of animals. You're talking in this room about right you're talking about talking. fourth dimensional beings, but am I? Like that's what it said. Like there's some there's animals in this room right now that I might not be able. To, you're talking about a fourth dimensional being, bitch. Possibly. Like, who knows? <laughs> who knows? All right, Mister Mixpitalik. Anyway, back to Triton, I guess. Because Mister, what did you call me? Mr. What slur just came out of your mouth? Do you not remember that episode? Oh, the Marvel guy. Okay. Yeah, the Marvel guy. Uh, DC. But okay. Yeah. The DC guy. What, who fucking cares? Honestly, valid. I don't blame you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sorry, comic book nerds. I don't care. Um, actually, it's uh, no. I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm I'm very nerdy about that, and I happily correct people, but like in a funny way, you know. Coming in at number nine, nice. we have Ceres. Don't recognize that name. The largest asteroid and smallest dwarf planet in the solar system could be home to liquid water. Also. Um, Neil, dwarf planet isn't a phrase used anymore. They're called plutoids. Get it right. Um, <laughs> hey, well, hold on. This this article came out in 2020. 2021. No, sorry, 2021. Sorry, yeah. So it's been two years. They could have, I mean, yeah. when, when did they change the name to plutoid? Like 2016. Really? <laughs> it was like, it was like shortly after they made Pluto not a planet anymore. They were like... Maybe dwarf planet wasn't the right thing to call it. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, I'm looking through it. I'm looking through. On June 11th, 2008, the IAU executive committee announced the new term, Plutoid. Yeah, there we go. All trans-Neptunian dwarf planets are Plutoids. That's the definition. Other departments of the okay. IAU have rejected the term. Okay, so it seems like this term didn't really catch wind. <laughs> well, it should have, because dwarf planet feels a little problematic true you're um right. and okay it is the smallest plutoid <laughs> i don't want to say the word dwarf okay i'm sorry i just don't then don't that's okay that's fine okay the smallest small planet in our solar system could be home to liquid water sitting deep underground Ceres, that sits between mars and jupiter mm-hmm. yeah. so somewhere in was there. was studied by nasa's dawn probe from orbit from 2008 to 2015 to 2018, all right? Uh-huh. Scientists are still unpacking and analyzing that data, but tantalizing studies in the past few mm. years suggest there's an ocean sitting 25, 25 miles below the surface. Mm, tantalizing. Like tantalizing. Um, yeah. We and love could, these studies. Could stretch for hundreds of miles. It would most almost certainly be extremely salty, which would keep the water from freezing even be- well below zero degrees Celsius. Um, Don even found evidence of organic compounds on Ceres that could act as raw materials for life. Nice. That's cool. Why is it ranked second to last on this list? 
But Sari's ranked second to last on our list because its habitability has too many questions attached. The evidence of subsurface water and the organic materials is still very new. Even those things are there. Even, even though, wait, even if those things are there. Don't check my grammar while I'm reading these. Look, all I'm saying is you're the one who chooses to read every single article that we have on here and also reading Because I want people to learn, okay? I'm just saying. I, I just wanted to bring it up. <laughs> it would need some source of heat and energy that could actually help encourage the water and organic material to react in such a way that it leads to life. Yay! I'm, I'm not going to read the rest. Like th- that's the reason. Yeah, I chastised you this whole time. Yeah, yeah. I know. You're, 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 now I'm now I'm anxious and have trauma because you decided okay. to honestly, decided to tease me on my reading. Speak honestly, Trace. Don't don't feel bad about that. At my new job right now, I've t- I've told people they work at a call center. Um, at because the field that I'm in requires so many like government regulations. There are so many long ass disclosures that I need to read, and mm-hmm. it is so hard reading them all every single time. Like, there's one process that we do, and uh, I don't want to give the specific. I work for a bank, basically, uh, and one thing that we we Disgusting. do. Disgusting. Hey, I got I got to make my money somehow. Um, I know we all do. Yeah, exactly. But one of the things that we do is called a balance transfer, and this ba- the balance transfer process, uh, the disclosure for it is so goddamn long it is five paragraphs and i mean paragraph paragraphs like and the so, ffa creed uh-huh and like i <laughs> the amount of times i have to say apr in that disclosure it kills me it hurts me it hurts my soul and i i understand why we have to read it it's important that it does provide good information for customers fuck i wish there were about ba- i that's the one time I wish AI could take over our jobs. I would I would literally just have an AI <laughs> I, read this read the disclosure for me, please. And then it's honestly, it. we're getting close. Yeah, I, I mean, and it's not even like customers don't interrupt these disclosures, so it's not like there's going to be any issues with that. Why can't we just have like we get to that disclosure and we say, okay, flip to this AI, and it's a replica of my voice, but it's only reading the disclosure, nothing else. And yeah. I can stop it if someone does choose to interrupt for some psychotic reason. They're not going to. If someone's like, what does that mean? Like, you would know the answer. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do know the answer. <laughs> Trust me, I know the answer to every question someone could ask about those five paragraphs. Okay, it what hurts. does APR mean? Annual percentage rate. So it's amount, uh, the amount of interest charged to your credit card balance over or, or line of credit balance uh, across an entire year. So if you divide that by 12, that's about how much interest that uh, you get charged per month. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in at number eight. Shoutouts to Sirius for talking about APR, I guess. <laughs> if you haven't learned anything, you at least know what APR fucking means now. You know what? Hey, I'm happy to talk about this shit. I won't ever say, like, the bank that I work at because I don't want to bias anyone or all, all that jazz. Uh, even with my roommate, I was, like, recommending things. And I'm like, I you could do that at any bank, though. You don't have to do it at mine. I would honestly recommend looking into other things. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, go on. Number eight is IO. I've heard of it. I've heard of IO. I've heard it's like very hot, like very active. Are you? I think you're just reading the paragraph. I'm not reading. The paragraph. I think you're reading the paragraph. I have, and pre- I have, uh, the, I'm still looking at that last paragraph of the series article of the, the. There's no shortage of new proposals for future missions to the, study the dwarf planet. I haven't scrolled the, down yet. The reason I say that is because literally the first sentence is boasting over 400 active volcanoes. 
Io is okay. the most geologically active world in the solar system. Okay, well, hold on. All Thanks. of that activity. <laughs> the one word you decided to use to describe this planet. And it's just all over this paragraph. Hey, I, I called it hot first, okay? I called it I know, I know. That I know, was, I, know. I did not, okay. Um, sure, blame me for using the same language that science communicators use all the goddamn time, I guess. <laughs> fucking hell blame me for remembering things blame me for for knowing i mean hey i didn't i didn't pr pretend to know what series is i could have scrolled down and said that but no i, I, I had no clue what that that shit was uh all of that activity is thought to be caused by tidal heating created as io's interior is gravitationally pulled between jupiter and the other jovian moons i, I, I couldn't remember if it was jupiter or venus okay jupiter makes sense yeah the volcanism resulting Results in a huge coating of sulfur and sulfur dioxide frost. Yes, that's a thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's a uh, that's Neil interjecting there. I'm reading along with you. Don't worry. Well, uh, for the listeners, oh, okay. I was not for you. <laughs> Do you think anybody's gonna gonna dissect what we're saying? Do you think anybody I, actually? I hope so. Much? I want a podcast that's like a listen along podcast to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> God, Trace, every episode of that would be like three hours. Yeah, I want someone to analyze every fucking thing we say and have like a chart of all oh. of the facts we've given about our lives. Graph guy! Send... Be the graph guy for this Yeah, podcast. be the graph guy. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. Oh, please do that. Um, it's so funny. Along with a super thin sulfur dioxide atmosphere, mm -hmm. there, are, there might even be a subsurface ocean on Io, but it would be made of magma, not water. Yeah, I don't think that's something that we can survive on. Life on Io is very unlikely, then why is it on this list? But, but all of that heat is a bit of an encouraging sign. There may be locations on the surface or underground that aren't overwhelmed by the volcanic activity. More temperate places where hardy forms of life have found a way... Well, wait... Oh, more temperate places where hardy forms of life have found a way to survive. So That's true. Yeah, I mean, there are places yeah. on Earth that are crazy and somehow bacteria thrives. We wouldn't be able to study those spots directly, but a probe might be able to find evidence of life if it gets lucky. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like, so much of space science is just chuck a, a random robot machine at it and hope it gets lucky, honestly. You know? Yeah. Because we, like, that's how we find new planets, is we just stare at a part of space and hope that we see a light flicker. And that yeah. might indicate that a planet has passed directly between the camera and the star that we're looking at. And I'm like, the odds yeah. of that happening are absurdly low. It's so fun. Like, I love, like, the way that we found out about Uranus. <laughs> um, Uranus. 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 Was... Uh, incredibly cool because well, like because it's it's Uranus right the one that's the farthest out from our solar system yeah Uranus is the furthest out from our solar system I'm gonna kill you <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> strangle you throw you in the river with what Uranus <laughs> so <laughs> um, Uranus, mm -hmm. um Uranus was discovered because they're like oh the way that the planets are rotating now it feels like there should be another large body here but we mm -hmm. haven't seen one yet mm -hmm. um, and they just kind of guessed where it would be and were right well they didn't guess like they they did a very mathematical like they they made a mathematical estimate uh, estimated guess yes they the, the, i mean it still was a guess yes but they like did 
a bunch of equations, I guess, that let the led them to like the most likely path that this planet would have to take for the effects of gravity that was happening on the other planets. Mm-hmm. And then they just aimed the telescope at where that path was and they're like, Well, let's hope its orbit isn't super long. Yeah. <laughs> and they finally saw it go. I was wrong. Neptune is the furthest out. That okay, I, Neptune. I mean, I that's how they found Neptune. Then okay. everything we've said about Uranus, just put Neptune in there. Because I, what I was doing, because I, I, for some reason, I remembered that uh, uh, one of them, the for, whichever one was furthest out, had like a really, really lopsided uh, orbit, and I'm like, I want to look up Uranus's orbit, and then I couldn't find it because Uranus has like a standard, like mostly circular orbit. Neptune's the weird one. At its furthest away, it's about twice the distance from here to Uranus's furthest point. But at its closest, it's a it almost matches where Saturn is. Uh, here, I'll send you, I'll send you an image to to show you what I mean. But it's it's kind of it's yeah. to see that that orbit because it's a very strange orbit. Yeah, someday I can't wait for <clears throat> Neptune <clears throat> to crash into Uranus. <laughs> I I think it's off kilter. I don't think it will, but that would be I, funny. Well, it's not off kilter. I mean, it's on the same gravitational plane, but the yeah. way that it orbits, I, they won't ever line up that way. Yeah. It's too regular. Um, Unless no. we make it. Let's speed Neptune up. Let's <laughs> do it. Let's go put a rocket on Neptune and go... Brrr. Yeah, speed Neptune up 2024. <laughs> this <laughs> this solar system needs chaos again. End the solar system. <laughs> Let's do it, baby. Um, no, but anyway, <laughs> so after we found Neptune and we're like, holy shit, it's, why is its, like, it's, rotation so weird, right? Yeah. And now, since then, off and on, there's been the hypothetical planet X, which some scientists will say it's all but guaranteed. Some will say it's not. Yeah. But. That's science for you, baby. Yeah. So, you know. We'll mm-hmm. see. Maybe there's another planet out there that we haven't found. And like, I watched an entire video that was like, if there is another planet in our solar system, why haven't they found it yet? But they found all of these exoplanets and other solar systems. And they went through like all of the, like, all of the strife, I guess, <laughs> that we would have to go through to find this extra planet with our current technology. And they're like, literally, it's just because we haven't been lucky enough yet to, to spot it. I mean, yes. Again, we we know so little about space because we're just kind of making guesses, not blind guesses. We yeah. we have a lot of evidence saying that these guesses should be accurate, but we're yeah. just kind of hoping. We're just we're putting out cameras and trying to find things. And yeah, maybe well, that's we the do, same thing. We don't. They were like, depending on its mass, um, it could have a multitude of different orbits. Mm-hmm. So they're like. We can point it at one of our guested guests' orbits, but even if, if it has like wrong. a, but what happens if it's like orbit lasts like five hundred years exactly. and we just missed it? Yeah, we would have to wait another five hundred years before it passes our telescope. So like, yeah, it, there could be another planet out there that we just don't have, or maybe we yeah. do have. Who knows? The science is so weird. I love coming in it. at number seven, we have Callisto. Ooh, uh, this, I'm not familiar with that name. Callisto's claim to fame is that it has the oldest surface in the solar system. That doesn't oh. really mean much in terms of habitability, though. Where Callisto shines for purposes, for our purposes, is that it's another moon that's thought to be a vast subsurface ocean. Now, I feel like this claim happens with a lot of moons. 
Didn't someone try to say that there was a vast subsurface ocean on our moon and they were just wrong? Um, I do not know. I know that there's water on the moon. Yeah. Or ice on the moon. Yeah. But Sorry, I have no idea water about ice. a subsurface. We have to water ice it. on the moon. Yeah. I don't know about a subsurface ocean. Maybe there is. I thought someone claimed that and then they weren't able to find it. And then someone made the same claim about Mars and they haven't found it yet. And I'm like, Buzz Aldrin. Maybe, maybe, maybe you all are just kind of, uh, kind of wrong when you say that. Maybe you all are just, maybe you all are just subsurface ocean happy. Like, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand why they all want there to be subsurface oceans. Cause if there's, if there is water, there's the possibility for life. Didn't we also just, didn't someone also just announce that there's a subsurface ocean on earth? <laughs> That's called the ocean, babe. No, because our ocean is not subsurface. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Hold on. Let me let me check. Let me let me pull that in. <laughs> someone someone plug in subsurface ocean Earth because <laughs> I feel like that was also just announced for Earth that there's a possibility. Well, and it's not like an ocean, like a free uh, flowing ocean, but it's like a highly porous rock that has a lot of water in it. Is what they're calling just, our subsurface ocean that's really funny I, I like the idea of that um uh are you finding anything i'm i'm finding something and i'm stun locked because i found an article from sciencetechdaily.com and I'm, <sighs> i was skimming through it but i saw the line that says however until now it was not known what the long-term effects of sucking material into the transition <laughs> zone were on its geochemical composition and i'm like okay that kind of broke me i don't know how to continue with this i don't I think don't this article's got anything legitimate here <laughs> the word sucking just <laughs> made in you go heavy like, in heavy quotation marks i will note <laughs> it's very strange yeah researchers may have found an underground ocean uh august 8th 2023 is when this article is made you can keep talking so i can read okay i was just gonna say callisto um it seems to have the same arguments as the ones above but its main problem is that it's just too damn cold mood i mean i'd thrive you'd thrive there i would i would thrive there i'd need i would go there and i'd still be wearing shorts and a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt i'd be like finally some walking around weather (laughs) so did you find anything about the subsurface ocean on earth so yes uh it says that there's a been a study mapping the mantle layer between beneath the united states uh the study have determined that there is a body of water within earth's mantle however this body of water is dehydrated what dehydrated water what does that mean that's not water anymore that's just oxygen (laughs) i don't know what that means I, don't, okay. I also don't know what dehydrated water means. It says, essentially, the theory is that deep down inside the Earth, uh, approximately 600 kilometers, there are a whole bunch of semi-liquid rocks that are slowly dripping dehydrated water all over the place. They've explained that if all the dehydrated water within the Earth came up to the surface as H2O, the only land above water would be the tips of mountaintops. I don't... What what the fuck does dehydrated water mean? That I, I don't know. That doesn't dehydrating it makes it not water that's just o2 that's someone just get, oxygen someone get the someone get the scientists on the phone <laughs> i'm so good you know what now i need to look this up dehydrated water <laughs> coming in at number six we have ganymede or ganymede however you want to pronounce it okay 
Do you know anything about Ganymede? No, that that doesn't even sound like a word. (laughs) Okay. The largest moon to orbit Jupiter, and simply the largest moon in the solar system, is covered up in an icy shell. Can you figure out where this is going? Uh, Is there a secret subsurface ocean trace? But underneath that surface is home to a global underground saltwater ocean that might contain more water than all of Earth's own oceans combined. That's crazy. Naturally, all that water has scientists hopeful that some kind of life could exist on the moon. The moon even has a very thin oxygen atmosphere. Nothing to write home about, but it's something neat. And Ganymede, like that is something to write home about, it, actually. I, I, feel like I think it most sounds pretty moons neat. don't have an oxygen atmosphere at all. Yeah, and Ganymede has something else, something else no other moon in the solar system has, a magnetic field. A magnetic field is critical for protecting the world from harmful radiation spewed by the sun. But Ganymede isn't perfect. A subsurface ocean is difficult to study, so if there's life on the planet, we're going to have a difficult time finding it. And so far, there has not yet been a dedicated mission to study Ganymede. Although the juice... (laughs) I I think I skipped over what the fuck juice is. (laughs) What? Oh, European Space Agency's Jupiter Icy Moon Explorer. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Will be the most in-depth investigation of Ganymede when it enters the moon's orbit in 2032. That's pretty soon, within the next 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. I'll hopefully be alive. I mean, yeah, honestly, it's a pretty big hope there. Uh, (laughs) That's that's, uh, kind of terrifying to think about, Trace, but you are right. That is neat that it has an oxygen layer, though. Oxygen and a and that magnetic field, because like they yeah. said, that magnetic field pretty darn good. Earth has one, and it hasn't died yet. Yet. <laughs> Anywho, did you find anything out, out about dehydrated water? No, I just saw a bunch of products trying to sell dehydrated water, and I'm like, <laughs> I think this that's is like, a scam. I don't think that's this is like, real. It's like on TikTok, there's that girl that's like, I have living water. And it's like, it's just water. It's just water. Yeah. But she spends like thousands of dollars on it. And it comes like in a little crystal, like, <laughs> fucking spout thing. It's just so stupid. It and hurts. people are like, damn, they just sold you water. <laughs> Coming in at number five, we have Venus. Venus, yo! Shout outs! I have, I actually have heard of Venus. Who really? I, very obscure. <laughs> yeah, very, I, obs- very obscure it, celestial it, it's, body. It's one... <laughs> anyway, what about Venus? Hi. Here at the halfway point is where we start to get into the good stuff. Oh hell yeah! Let's go that good stuff, baby. Let's go. Venus has surface temperatures that are hot enough to melt lead. Shout outs. And surface pressures that are more than eighty times as harsh as what we experience on Earth, and yet. Venus is maybe home to life. <gasps> maybe. Those, pros- those prospects ignited last year when researchers detected phosphine, phosphine gas. Phosphine gas, yeah. In, in very thick Venusian atmosphere. Interesting. I'm got, sorry, I got thrown off by the word Venusian. That's that's just the term for... I know! From I know! Babe. But I couldn't tell if it was Venusian <laughs> or Venusian. <laughs> and I was like, and I am not Give about to say Venusian. <laughs> yes. Go. I was like, I'm not about to say Venusi out loud, okay? Oh my, oh my god, that's pussy, babe. So I chose Venusian. <laughs> 
On Earth, phosphine is primarily produced naturally by life in oxygen-poor ecosystems, which raises the possibility that there might be life on Venus uh, responsible for producing it as well. And the most likely scenario would be a microbial life that's hanging hanging within the clouds, airborne life, basically. Now, one thing I'll note about phosphine, uh, because I did some research, it it rung a bell, but I wanted to double-check, so I looked it up. Uh, That's pH 3, for anyone who doesn't know. That shit's explosive. And it also smells like garlic. Nice. Spicy. So I don't think, even though that planet could support life, uh, I don't think it could support us, because we tend to explode things. We're not looking for us planets, baby. We're just looking for uh, life-supporting planets. Speak for yourself. I want to get the fuck off Earth. Bye, bitch. Okay, Elon Musk. Actually, now no, that phosph- I want to ship all the billionaires off Earth so we can we could be done with them. <laughs> throw them in the pit. <laughs> yeah, basically. The they go in the Venus. pit with the politicians. With with the explosive Venusian atmosphere. <laughs> the Venusian atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> now the phosphine detections have come under scrutiny, and the idea of airborne life is certainly not something all scientists can get behind. But this and but this and other work that's explored Venus's history of water have renewed a lot of great interest into the idea that Venus may have once been habitable and might still be. Did they just say that scientists can't get behind airborne life? They can't get behind airborne life in Venus. I was going to say, because there's a lot of airborne life here on Earth. That is that is a thing that happens. That's called bacteria, babe. They float. <sighs> <clears throat> Coming in at number four. <laughs> no response. Zero, zero concept there. Okay, fair enough. Eyes glazing over. Coming in at number four. You picked this list. No, eyes glazing over you talking. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, you picked this podcast. <laughs> no, I just, I was trying, okay, 100% my eyes weren't glazing over. It was because I don't know how to pronounce the next <laughs> thing's name. Spelled out, and babe. Enceladus? And salad sal- it's the spanish en- word for salad ensalada no, yeah it's the salad mood i love it but it's like in or it's enceladus enceladus i don't know it's in saturn's it's celibate it's it's an incel <laughs> involuntarily, involuntarily saturn's yeah. saturn's sixth largest moon is completely covered in thin in clean ice clean well, i'm sensing a theme here trace Girl, they're far from the sun, okay? They're going to have ice. That's true. It is Saturn. You are right. That is but this right. time it's clean, and they don't say water. <laughs> it's not water ice. Oh, why? That's, now I'm confused why they said water ice earlier. Um, Maybe because this isn't just water ice. Maybe it's just ice. But then what would make it clean? I guess I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand. It's completely covered in clean ice, making it one of the most reflective bodies in the solar system. Its surface is ice cold. Weird. Maybe that's why it's ice. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, possibly. But there's, there's quite a bit of activity going on underneath. The moon ejects plumes that contain a myriad of different compounds, including salt water, ammonia, and organic molecules like methane and propane. Mm-hmm. Propane. This planet, <laughs> this moon, is thought to have a global salty ocean, and NASA's found evidence of hydrothermal activity deep underground, which could very well provide a source of heat that's necessarily to give life a chance to evolve and thrive. In gotcha. some ways, this moon ought to be higher up on my list than the next one. I'm not going to fucking say that out loud. What, huh? <laughs> the next one? They, 
they spoiled what the next category on this list list is. Why would they do that? Hello? I don't know. But this planet ought to be higher up uh, were it not for the fact that it's just simply... But there just simply isn't any mission on the books right now to study it. <laughs> they just don't give half a shit about this fucking game. <laughs> yeah, they named like, it Salad because they're so tired of it. We're like, fuck you, planet. We're not. <laughs> they're like, you're not as interesting. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Anyway, Coming continue. in number three is Titan. Titan? Yeah, Titan. Have you heard, heard, of, heard Titan? of Titan? Yeah, that's one of the most well-known moons. Yeah, Titan, Saturn's largest moon is another world that sets itself apart from the rest of the solar system. It has one of the most robust atmospheres for a rocky world in the solar system outside of Earth and Venus. It's teeming with different bodies of liquid, lakes, rivers, and seas, but they're not made of water. They're made of methane and other hydrocarbons. Titan is extremely rich in organic materials, so it's already rich in the raw materials needed for life. And it may also have a subsurface ocean. Ding, 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 ding. ding. <laughs> Of water you, as well. Wait, why, when you made that ding, ding, ding sound, you kind of sounded like Crazy Frog. And I don't mean to, to pin blame for you on that, but why did you do that? <laughs> That's not I, your fault, but also why? I just, I was just going ding, 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 ding. ding because ding, yeah, Crazy Frog. I was, I was going ding, 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 ding. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to throw that off. Though this is yet to be verified. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Scientists have, have just the mission lined up. The NASA Dragonfly mission, which will Yo! send a drone helicopter to explore Titan's atmosphere directly and give us much needed sense of exactly how developed its probiot wait, prebiotic chemistry runs. Have we ever this sent a drone helicopter to a planet before? Or I guess a moon? That mission like launches in 2027. Helicopter. That's cool. Okay, you know... I'm for it. Send more yeah. helicopters. <laughs> Send more helicopters into space. That actually does sound hype. That sounds fun. Send more helicopters and send more billionaires into space. True. And don't yeah. let them come back. Don't let them come back. They're stuck on the Mars. Coming in Shout at number two. Shout out if Elon Musk finds an alien and gets uh, gets devoured by it. Both because it's funny vor and also he dies. <laughs> Chase. <laughs> What has my life become? <laughs> you picked this podcast. You knew what we were getting into. You should have at least. You approached me and asked, hey, Tr Seth, do we want to start a podcast over about a year ago? Dear God. Uh-huh. I hope you forgive the sins that I commit every day. <laughs> I'm still but a lamb. <laughs> In your flock. <laughs> oh my god tight coming in at number two you're coming on number two <laughs> trace <laughs> all right i'll stop i'll stop making stupid jokes I'll we can continue being serious what's number at two number, at number two we have europa i've heard of that yes okay europa nice don't know much about it but i've heard of it jupiter's moon has an icy shell that's 10 to 15 miles thick covering up a large subsurface ocean that's heated up by tidal forces love it anyway that heating is thought to help create an internal circulation system that keeps waters moving and replenishes the icy surface on a regular basis 
This means the ocean floor is interacting with the surface, which means if we want to determine whether life exists on those subsurface oceans, we may not necessarily need to go all the way down there. <laughs> Scientists okay, have found deposits of clay-like minerals associated with organic materials on Europa. Mm-hmm. And it's suspected that radiation hitting the icy surface would result in oxygen that might find its way into the subsurface oceans and be used by emerging life. All the ingredients for life are potentially here. Nice. I do like that. I like life. Luckily, we're set to study Europa in great detail. Juice, as we talked about before, will make two flybys of Europa during its time in the Jovian system. But the marquee mission on the books is Europa Clipper, a spacecraft that will conduct low-altitude flights that would attempt to study and uh, characterize the surface and investigate the subsurface environment as best it can. Clipper launches in 2024 and will reach reach Europa in 2030. That's very soon. The fact that okay, you know what? Actually, I'm down for that. That sounds pretty cool. If we are Europa, all still alive by 2030, we'll find some more information about Europa. Yeah, shout out um Destiny players. Cuz Destiny takes place on Europa, right? Does it? Or Destiny 2 or I've one of the de- like I'm pretty Destiny. sure it's I'm pretty sure it's Destiny that takes place on Europa, or at least partially takes place on Europa. Destiny Europa. Europa is one of the Galleon moons in the orbit of planet Jupiter. Uh, I'm looking at the Destiny wiki. It clearly exists in it. I don't know if it's where the the game is played, though. Uh, I've never. I don't give a shit about Destiny. I swear, someone told me that it, it happens on Europa. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure. Or at least there's, like, a map on Europa. The con- Okay, concept art of Europa was released during the Destiny Reveal press conference, and it is the main destination in the Destiny 2 expansion, so it's DLC. Okay, there we go. Gotcha. There it is. Coming in at number one. Also, shout out, I thought Destiny's took place entirely in, like, a fantasy world. I didn't realize that this was based in our solar system. That's kind of neat. I've, I've got no clue. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the only Destiny fact I have in this little brain of mine. You could, tell, you could point a gun to my head and say, say another Destiny fact, and I would not know. Say another Destiny fact, Trace. I don't know. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> like. Oh, fuck, I, no, I, I accidentally d- opened the, the fandom page. Ah, fuck fandom. <laughs> right. Shout out. Just shout out. We don't know what who the fuck to. is his name. Moss. Uh, who? What? Oh, Mossbag. Uh, Mossbag. Yeah. Shout the, out Mossbag for his newest Hollow Knight video. That's actually a video on fandom fandom wiki. Yeah, I've been paying more attention to the whole Minecraft situation that's going on because they're also abandoning uh the the fandom and mm-hmm. making their own wiki. But that's neat that Hollow Knight's doing the same. And shout so out. many so many communities are right now. Mm-hmm. Fuck fandom. Shout we out should, Shizuma Christ, Void. We should we should make uh, uh a rank masters wiki. A rank masters wiki. That's just your Discord. <laughs> like the one little page of your Discord. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> it would be it would be fun to have like an active catalog of like here's all the side tangents we went on on throughout the series. We need a, a we, fan base. I'm calling on you, all right? I want a one. I want a podcast that sisters this podcast of someone analyzing what we're saying. And the two hour long post commentary podcast. I love it. <laughs> I, I want a wiki that 
like maps out my entire life as you guys know it. So I know what tangents I can go on. I was going to say, yeah, let me know how much I've doxed myself so I can can see how much further I can push it. Yeah. (laughs) So I know where my actual limit is and I don't have to guess every time I get on the mic. I'm curious how many times I've lied and people have just like taken it seriously. I want to I want to right. know how many times I've lied about my own past and history and not like made it obvious that it was a lie because I don't right. think I do that very often but I know I've done that sometimes. Yeah, sorry, peeling back the curtain a little bit. Sometimes Seth and I lie. <laughs> Only sometimes though. It's pretty rare. Only sometimes. Uh, you can trust most of the time, time. Most of the time we're telling the truth. Anyway, number but, 1 on this list is Earth, right? Coming in at number 1. <laughs> Earth it's Mars. the best. Pl- it's the best place to find life in the solar system. That's not what we're, we're alien life. Alien. Does, it, does this stay alien life? Oh yes, it does. It says extraterrestrial. Okay. <laughs> Number one is Mars. Hi Mars. Mars, Mars takes the top bombs. spot for several reasons. <laughs> we know it was once on. Un- we, we know it was once a hab. <laughs> you fucked me up, man. <laughs> I said Mars meets Mars, and it broke you. That was the cheat code to break Trace's brain. But that movie was such a cinematic disaster. True. And like the fact that it continues to haunt every like older Gen Z's brain. <laughs> <laughs> like, why do we think about this movie so much? Like none of us went to see it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there was there was another movie about someone landing on like a fully civilized like alien planet and I don't remember what it was but that that movie I I think about that one more than the Mars Meets Mars but I don't remember the name of it. Kids animated uh-huh. movie about Mars. Boom. We'll do you remember that. the animated movie about the flies that wanted to be astronauts? No. Or was that called Fly Me to the Moon or something? That's cool as hell, but no. I like I don't remember anything about that movie other than the fact it had flies that wanted to be astronauts. Hmm. I could tell you nothing else about this movie. Oh. <laughs> have you have you figured out what movie you're talking about at all? Planet 51, that's what it was. Planet- yes. Oh, that one also kind of sucked. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I thought it was kind of silly. Uh but while I was looking that up, I got reminded of Tom and Jerry blast off to Mars and I don't know how I feel about that. So let's let's move on. Um <laughs> Number one, Mars. Yeah, that's um, where we find Tom and Jerry. We know it was once habitable billions of years ago uh, when it when it had lakes and rivers of liquid water on its surface. Yeah. We know it had a robust atmosphere back then to keep things warm and comfy, and we currently have a rover on the surface. Oh, my God, Preser- comfy. Perseverance. Perseverance. You, you forgot how to pronounce that word, didn't you? No, I was waiting for you to stop. <laughs> you can just mute Sorry. me. You can just I'm mute pl- me. That's fine. I'm, I'm planting seeds for our eventual fake beef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have a whole ar- arc on our wiki about our beef. Oh, good I lord. I can't wait. I'm excited. Um, perseverance. No, actually, it was because I wanted to call it perseverance. <laughs> I, I, I figured that was the case. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, whose express goal is to look for signs of ancient life. Nice. It will, it'll even secure samples that will one day bring back to Earth to study in the lab. So what does this have to do with finding current life? Well, if there are signs of ancient life, it's possible life on Mars still exists. Probably not on the surface, but maybe underground. Is there a subsurface ocean underground? Oh my god, Mars is playing Fallout. (laughs) What? The reason there's no life on the surface of Mars is because they they had a nuclear, nuclear war 
wiped out all the earth, uh, the, all the life on the surface, and all the life that's left has uh, has exists in Fallout shelters underground. Hmm. I've never played Fallout in my life. It's okay. That's fine. Fallout's basically what if nukes happened on Earth? We may get to play that in real life. There have been there there have already been a few big studies that have used radar observations to show that reservoirs of liquid water probably exist a couple kilometers below the surface. We've found bacteria on Earth surviving in similar conditions, so it's entirely possible something is living in those parts of Mars as well. Getting down there will be uh, insanely difficult. But... Do you struggle to pronounce the word insanely? No, just when every time I pause, is it because I'm struggling to say a word? Mm-hmm. 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 But if we have reason to believe something is lurking in these reservoirs, it'll be all hands on deck to figure out how we can get there and see for ourselves. Fair. I. I you should I be guess. happy that I read these things for you. You yeah. should be happy. <laughs> I, <laughs> that I bust my ass off reading these things every time we get on to record. I provide. <laughs> you provide for this family and for this podcast. I, prov- I provide for this family. You put videos on the table. You bring views to this channel and no one else does. I can nothing. <laughs> I'm just a leech that feeds off your hard work. Like I'm not the leech here because you do all the editing. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to our podcast. Um, Good lord, that, that today went off the rails. Honestly, today was crazy. I think we had a cup. Well, okay, mask off. We recorded two episodes in a row here, but I think we had some good episodes. Yeah, last episode um, was great. Honestly, I enjoyed that one a lot. Last episode was great. This episode was pretty fun. We learned a lot. They didn't include the cotton gin. No, um, the cotton I didn't gin is to- my favorite planet to find extraterrestrial life. <laughs> I know. Why you forgot the very important Planet X cotton gin that we all know <laughs> has microbial life. Oh God, we're gonna have to change the name of Planet X, aren't we? Yeah, so cotton we gin. Planet, if we if we keep it Planet X, Elon Musk is gonna do some bullshit. Is that why he renamed oh. Twitter? No, um, I mean Planet X was because it's that the, was back when Pluto was still a planet, so it was uh-huh, the tenth it was planet. Planet ten, yeah. Um, but we just kept the name Planet X because X is, you know, a common placeholder in math and different yeah. things. So it's just Planet X as a placeholder and then we'll name it. And then if the, if we decide, oh, there's got to be another planet because this one's orbit is also wonky, then that would mean that there's another Planet X. So Planet X just refers to all possible planets within the solar system that we have yet to find. Gotcha. I don't know. It's... it's uh... I'm I'm curious what we would name it if we eventually find it. That's the hard okay. part. Though, you know? What would you What would you name it? What What would Cassandra. you want to name? Cassandra. Okay. With the C at the beginning. Okay. Why? I don't know. It just seems like a fun name for it. Also, isn't that the name of the 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 slab of skin from Doctor Who? <laughs> I think it is actually. <laughs> I'm like, where where did this name come from? No, I think I think that's it. When's that? Yeah, Cassandra O'Brien. God, the last living human. And she's an O'Brien, of course. Oh, she's Irish. We all love the Irish. Oh, wait, her, right. her name's Cassandra O'Brien dot Delta 17. Well, I mean, interesting. Born under the, wait, it gives a dead name? Lady okay, Cassandra's what's her de- trans? 
Full, what's her dead name? Her dead name is Brian Edward Cobbs. Really? I did not. The, know, the I did meat not slab know that, is trans. I did not know that the meat slab was trans. That's awesome. That's so Wait, cool. Wait, icon. I I did not realize that. Why are we? I don't. I did not mean. To oh talk my! About she Cassandra. went. I'm sorry. Now she we went from annoying. Ex Cassandra. She went from being annoying to being slay like in one minute so quickly. I now now whenever I rewatch those episodes, I have new context. I'm like I'm I'm in love with Cassandra now. Oh my god, she's honestly probably my favorite character now. The moment where she takes over uh, the doctor's body and like it feels so comfortable with him being a man and having a penis. The biggest thing that she complains about is the two parts that make sense. Everything makes sense. She was slipping. <laughs> she was slipping. I love that. Shout out to the Cassandra. Pop off. Comment down below what you would name the 10th planet. Um, <laughs> and exactly. leave us a like rating uh, on whatever platform <laughs> that you're <laughs> that you're listening to. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.